reignite your passion for God and for his work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Amen. Oh, let's clap our hands. It's on to Jesus this evening. to you. 
Because I've been so good You've always been there for me To provide my every need You were there when I was lonely You were there in all my pain Guiding my footsteps Shelter from the rain and it was you You make my life complete You are to me my everything And that is why I sing Jesus, I love you Because you care If you weren't there Jesus, I love you Because you care I couldn't imagine If you weren't there You are the joy of my salvation You're the peace in my stone Your loving arms protect me Shelter me from harm You are Alpha and Omega The beginning and the end My strong tower My dearest and best friend was you you make my life complain you are to me my everything and that is why I say Jesus I love you because you care I couldn't imagine if you were there Oh, Jesus, I love you Because you
Thank you for choosing us and drawing us close. Speak to us by and through your word and help us to be at another level of our lives after this evening's service. We believe it will happen. Jesus' name. Amen. You may please be seated. Isaiah. Isaiah Let's enjoy some Bible reading 
as a prelude to the divine impartation that awaits us tonight. Verse 1, chapter 6. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord. <laughs> Sitting upon a throne. I feel something. High and lifted up. And his train filled the temple. We'll come back to this verse. Above it stood the seraphims. Actually, it's not, we don't say, it's because of English that you say seraphims. But it's not right. Plural is seraphim. You don't say voices. It's a, it's a Hebrew word which is being projected into the English language. So, in order to connote the sense of plurality, they've added S. But one is a seraph. Seraph divine. <laughs> One is a seraph, and plural is seraphim. But because of the English language, you see seraphims. The English weren't good at the time. So we have major. Two major sets of angels, the seraphs and the cherubs. Cherubim and seraphim. They are angels that are always on assignment. Your seraph will meet you tonight in your room. By the time it is morning, your mantle and the mantle of angels would have interacted. So expect to wake up tomorrow morning heavier than you were when you went to bed. Expect to wake up tomorrow morning with more eyes than the eyes you had. Somebody is being blessed already. Above it stood the seraphims. Each one had six wings. With twain he covered his face. With twain he covered his feet. And with twain did he fly. One of these days I'm going to share with you 
a message I've titled Angel's Wings. Then we will see these impartations and blessings. That's why you see that God can give you supernumerary limbs, supernumerary wings. The original purpose for the wing was to fly. The wing of an angel is to aid its mobility. But at a certain level of ministry, you develop supernumerary wings. So you have the original two you fly, but with one you shield your face from the arrows of the enemy. Somebody is being blessed already. And one cried unto another and said, Holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And that is also a major prophetic word for someone here. That if there is any part of your space that has shame and disgrace, if there's any part of your life that lacks glory, the prophetic word is that the entire world, earth is full of the glory of God. So that shame on your life is an illegality. It's a divine illegality. Whether it's a mistake you made or the problem of your ancestors or something you would happen, shame is not part of the life of a child of God because the entire world, the entire earth is to be filled, including your room, including your life. So now I command waves of glory into your life. Receive it if you believe it. The whole earth is full. So any area of your life, your family, your business, your son is bringing shame, some, you know, type of shame, your mis a mistake you made, you know, is, is trying to impute shame on you. Remember that by divine economy, there is no lack of glory in your life. The economy of God does not allow for a lack of glory. So if you lack it in any area of your life, I command you and your life, your spaces to receive glory in the name of Jesus. I neutralize shame in your life. Whatever constitutes shame is being banished from your life. I release a spirit that neutralizes shame. Receive it in Jesus' name. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the posts of the door moved at the voice of him that cried. The next time you speak, May things move. The next time you speak, 
may things that normally do not move people demons that normally will not move at your instance may your voice cause that which is immobile to shift i command shift things in your atmosphere i command shift things in the heavens above you that which has persisted for 200 years in your family and is trying to buffet you i give you a word may your word cause things that are not supposed to move to move in the name of jesus yes i discovered recently that at my word my word not the word of god at my word certain mountains have shifted yes my word not god's word yes i have told you that you are gods but because you lack knowledge and understanding your foundations are disjointed and you have now become ordinary ordinary men are incapable of moving immobile things but when you are supernormal when you are super ordinary when you are extraordinary your words he said the posts of the door the posts of the door yes he said whosoever shall say to this mountain be thou removed there is no god in this one yes receive power in your words you sit there and let devils have a free space move around in your life they come and go they come take your head to play football at five o'clock because you don't even wake up so by five o'clock they return with your head which is case five then you wake up at 6 30 with your head with headaches you couldn't think well decisions are stupid decisions yes as i used to there, you don't know how wicked your enemy is but god can give you he said i have given you a mouth a mouth and a wisdom that the enemy cannot gainsay a mouth receive that mouth I have given you a mouth. One of the things God gives is not just a Bible or uh, tongues, uh, a pastor. He said, I have given you a mouth that the enemy, a mouth and a wisdom that the enemy cannot gain. So expect things to move. Some accommodation challenges. Know some dreams you have. Somebody comes in the night to sleep with you. You know, comes and goes, some problem. There's a girl, when you see her, you don't even remember your own name. It's like she has charmed you. You can't think properly. Your word is moving doorposts. I said, your word is removing doorposts. Somebody's level of grace is changing right now. 
somebody here has moved three levels three levels the grace of God upon your life has gone up the grace to minister the grace to help I don't know what your grace is but somebody's grace a level of grace in your life is seeing another higher level take it now the posts of the door moved this is just preliminary comments heralding the real message God has for us the posts of the door moved at the voice of him that cried and the house was filled with smoke one of the major I think I'll be talk about it in the next night of manifestations yes about, about the, the, the supernatural acts of smoke smoke spiritually they mean something yes smoke you must have a certain ability to generate smoke your movements when you generate smoke the enemy is not able to track you it becomes a smoke screen it blocks their view because some of you as you are here somebody in your village is monitoring you but when you are surrounded by smoke they can't tell where you are moving they can't see the girl you are proposing to they can't see the letter you are writing receive some smoke around you the house was filled with smoke verse 5 then I said woe sit down let's you have a normal teaching service woe is me for I am undone because because I am a man of unclean lips and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips for mine eyes have seen the king whatever your background is you will see the king your background of poverty backwardness demon infested family will not stop you from seeing a clean your lips may be unclean you may dwell among people with unclean lips but he will elevate you there's someone here there's a sister here you don't sleep alone in the night you sleep with either your sisters or your brothers I mean, I'm saying that you don't have one room to yourself. But suddenly, the Lord has taken you to a three-bedroom house where two rooms are empty. Receive it now. Then flew one of the seraphims unto me having a live coal in his hand which he had taken with the tongues 
Rakusa Bayandala Bashataka Bayandele Besa Rimini Makolima Langra Daza Baba Dazekelian Dalabadosa Baba Baba Baba. I usher you into supernatural interactions. I said, I usher you into supernatural interactions. You have moved with old boys, old girls, old students, classmates, work colleagues, tractor drivers, taxi drivers, uh, uh, laborers, carpenters, lawyers, masons. Receive supernatural interactions. A supernatural move is solving one of the problems of your life. Whatever you came here with this evening, that represents a difficulty in your life. I'm saying that unlike the physical plastic chairs we see around, there is a divine movement in the atmosphere to correct that situation, that, that, that problem believe that something is shifting supernaturally you've been to school you have a job you earn a salary you have a house you have a car you are married your mother-in-law is alive she takes care of the children All these things cannot solve certain physical challenges you have. Your physical world does not have everything it takes to solve certain problems of your life. That's why tonight your life is undergoing augmentation. You are receiving a supernatural upgrade. To solve a challenge that money cannot solve, that a mother-in-law cannot solve, that having six cars cannot solve, that having ten houses cannot solve. Somebody here doesn't know of a problem. One of these days, God will draw the curtain and show you a little problem for you to respect that it's not everything money can solve. But before the curtain is drawn, an angel is removing a coal of fire. Receive it. Which he had taken with the tongues from off the altar. You know, you take money from the bank. You have workers from the university. You have a beloved from the hairdressing salon. So a lot of things come from places. It is also time to have some things in your life that did not come from a university. It didn't come from the bank. It didn't come from the boutique. It didn't come from the hairdressing salon. But it came from the altar of God. May the altar of God provide something for your life. May it make an input into your life. I'm saying that you have a checkbook. But the checkbook cannot answer everything you need. May something from the spiritual altar receive it now. So the angel, please sit down. Sorry, sorry for the seven. 
the angel took the coal. And what did he do? Verse 7. And he laid it upon my mouth and said, Lo, thus hath touched thy lips and thine iniquity Ruka Daba Deba Mandaka May a stain on your life be cleaned tonight May you be relieved of a spiritual burden May a solution for a spiritual difficulty you have Be delivered to you right now May an angel minister to you now with something that is intangible. So I mean that as you sit here, may you come under a strong angelic field. La Losa Takali. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And thy sin is pest. That is why we go to church. It's not because we don't know that rather when we go to church, we rather give offerings. We rather, the little money we have, we rather take from it to sow seeds. But we still go. Because it's not just what you are giving. But when you are, uh, tonight, when you are in a certain atmosphere, you receive something money cannot buy. Yeah. I told you about the advert I saw on CNN. This is about six years ago. I don't see it now. The advert for Visa card. MasterCard, I think. Visa or MasterCard. It said there are some things money can buy. But for all others, use MasterCard. They know that even on earth, money cannot buy everything. They know. They know that having a beautiful face cannot answer all your social questions. That once a while, you need an angel to touch your face. And an angel is touching you. And he saw this, 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 this is it. It's a, a sin. He touched your lips. I was going to think that he's going to say that so you can speak now. Because he said, remember, he said, unclean lips. So the coal should have gone to clean the lips and make the lips, you know, purified. Sana. Sana. The man, apart from the lips being unclean, he had sins, iniquities. That's why many of us do we underestimate the importance of God, importance of the church, importance of a pastor in your life because you you, you don't even have a full knowledge of your difficulties. What you think are your difficulties are just a fragment of the of the reality you have. Yeah. 
what you think is a problem is just one tenth. That's why tonight, my message is taken from the next verse. The next verse. Also, I heard the voice of the Lord. Also, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? We are going to have a good time this evening. And, 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 and who will go for us? Isaiah was wise. Can you clap for Isaiah? As you are clapping, you are receiving the wisdom of Isaiah. The choices of Isaiah. The responses of Isaiah. The judgment of Isaiah. The discretion of Isaiah. Amen. Also, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? And who will go for us? Then said I, here am I. Send me. Tonight I'm preaching on what I've titled The Man God Sends. The Man God Sends. The Man God Sends. Ladies and gentlemen, there are many different types of people in the world. There are rich men. There are rulers, there are gifted men. In my life, I've, I've encountered people with amazing gifts, brutal gifts. I mean, these guys is not the state, uh, some of the most gifted guys I've seen. Gifted. I mean, you saw her, the, the type of courts he was using to. He thought the, 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 were you using some, some loops? Just, just a keyboard. Yeah. That's a gift. If I take you there, you need glasses to know which one to press. And no, serious gifts. Gilbert is easily. Among the top five bassists in Accra. So you would know until you put him by someone. Courage. There's no instrument he can play. He plays keyboard. Uh, look, go and sit there, play and sing a song for us. Give him a microphone. He plays drums, 
plays bass guitar, can play lead, can sing, can play the game. I'm, I'm trying to show you that I'm sorry for you. No, I'm showing you great people for you to compare yourself. That as you sit here, are you like this? Watch it. When the bed, the, when the when he finishes, you go and sit behind the drums and play. You roll the stick. Play, baby. Play I some music. Of his voice, longing just to bring, but don't insult your mother as you are sitting there because she has worried you. Sing it, baby. I'll bring you more than the song for a song in playing the keyboard and singing at the same time. I'm showing you abilities and skills. You such much Somebody can play and can sing. Somebody can sing and can play. But he's playing and singing. But we said my Sing it, baby. Watching you, because some of you you were conceived in your family house. That's why you were like that. You should have been conceived in a hotel, the family house. Come on. sweet though so compare him to you your father your mother your cousins all together 
You can't be like this. You see, I'm trying to show you that there are levels in life. That's the, that is the message I'm trying to transmit. That there are gifts that when you encounter, you wonder what God had in mind when He was creating you. There are different types of men, gifted men. Some are rich. Can you imagine somebody becomes the president of America and as he's going to be sworn in, he's flying in his personal plane, which is nicer than the presidential plane of America. Hey, some of you don't have money for Trotro this evening. Trotro, you don't have money for Trotro. If you don't get a lift, AD11. But your destiny is changing tonight. I'm trying to impress on your heart and mind that there are assorted kindreds. Assorted. Assorted. Different men, women, beautiful gifts. So when you see such people, you just have to resign and retire and go home quietly and surrender. Say, I surrender. I Surrender Yes we To thee my Blessed Savior You go home to sleep cool Because when you went out what you saw but ladies and gentlemen there are rich men there are handsome men there are beautiful women I'm some of you ladies you know yes you you've ever seen a lady and run away <laughs> yes you saw a lady and you ran away you didn't want to be seen juxtaposed by her. Because when you see her flawless skin, and her perfectly arranged dentition, when she spoke, her voice And you look at yourself. How as a woman, you walk like Uncle James. 
you wonder, why would God make this girl this way? And I am like that. Why? Why should God make short men? Why? 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 Sir, can you stand up? This is a man. But I don't want to call somebody. <laughs> please sit down here. Please sit down. I don't want to call. I don't want to. Let me move away from here. I'm preaching. But my dear, tonight, eh, God sent me to elevate your life. You will not be at the same level by the time you are living here. That when you look around you and you see people whose abilities and features are described with superlatives, And you look at yourself Like Catherine Kuma will say I was one born without gifts I was born without gifts You ask yourself What can I do to also have a certain type And how can I shine How can I also be great I mean when How many years will it take For me, me, Edwin To be like this man if I start now, how many years? By the time I finish learning to play, I will have no voice to sing like him. But tonight, there is hope for you. As I said, tonight, there is hope for you. I came to introduce you to a group of people that nobody talks about. A group of people who are, who, who are almost non-existent in the minds of people. But they command greatness and they command power. And that group is the group I am also welcoming you to, uh, to, to join. I am inviting you to join. That if you can join that group, they are not rich, they are not talented, they can't play keyboard, they don't have money, they are nothing. But they are a group called the group of men God sends. This group is superior to people who have got money. There's a group higher than this group. The man, you may not be the man who is rich, you may not be the man who is handsome, you may not be the man who is talented. You may not be the sister who has any ability. But ladies and gentlemen, you can be the sister God sends. To be sent by God is one of the highest and greatest privileges. Hashakatabaya. Can you, tonight, as I'm standing here, I have been sent. 
So you are looking at a man who is operating at a higher level than a person who can play the keyboard. I am, I am higher than someone who can play the violin. The man God sends. I want you today to make it one of your life's dreams. To be a man God sends. Believe God. You may not have WASI. You may not have a master's degree. You may not have passed BCE, but try, try to be a man God sends. It is a category of kingdom people that I am inviting you today to be a part of. That when you are a man God's, oh Jesus, help me, I feel like preaching now. You, 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 must, you, must, you must find yourself, you must find yourself going somewhere and you ask yourself, why, why am I going where I'm going? What am I doing? What am I, what, what is the motivation for this trip? And if you are able to answer that I'm going because God has sent me. It's not a business trip. I'm not going to, 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 to do debt collection. I'm not visiting my wife. I'm not chasing a girl. I'm not going for, for, for holidays. But the only reason I'm on this journey is that God has sent me. May you be in that position where a day comes. You are sitting in the torture and you ask yourself, why am I in this torture? Am I going to work? No. Am I going to school? No. Am I going to visit my mother? No. Am I going to collect debts? No. Why am I in this taxi? Why am I in this torture? I'm in it because God has sent me to visit a soul, to visit a first timer, to counsel a sister. May you in your lifetime, one of these days, be on a mission that God has sent you on. The man God sends. The people who will benefit from this message are those who are of one mind with me that God is great. If you doubt that God is great, then this message is not for you. If you if you don't if you doubt that God is the maker of the universe, if you doubt that God's power can cause the sun to be still. If you doubt that God's power is what made the moon, Venus, planets, stars, if you, if you know the greatness of God, then you would want to be a man that God is sending. One day, I was sitting in a meeting with presiding bishop. We were a, a number of us. And he wanted something. He was looking for something that wasn't in his immediate 
environment. And I was sitting there. And he bypassed me and sent someone to fetch it for him. My heart broke. I wished he had sent me. Because there is something about doing something and when they ask you, you say, Bishop Daggy, what male sent me? May you one of these days mention the name of God that God, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Tikenu, sent me. Receive that mission. Ratusabayanda. You wake up in the morning. There is a direct road from your house to church, from commandos, snake flats to Mantefans. What are you doing in New Adenta? There's a road from your house to church. What are you doing at Foster Home? Are you going for money on Sunday morning? No. Are you visiting your mother? No. Are you going for extra classes? Why? What are you doing at foster home area? Why? Because God has sent me. And whenever you are on such a mission, and you know that you are there only because of God, his work, his house, his, his kingdom, then you know that you are taking on one of the highest roles. Sabatakayababa. Today in the news, yesterday, Yesterday, you know, it's just occurring to me. One of the sons of Princess Dinah, Prince Harry, his engagement to a lady was announced yesterday from Clarence House. And it made news. And people were talking about how an, uh, somebody with mixed race, an African-American, A divorcee, a Catholic, a maverick is about to enter the Buckingham Palace. And the, there is no one, there is history, historically, they can't find anyone like that girl who has ever darkened the doorway of Buckingham Palace. But as the discussions were going on, as if she was a girl who is so fortunate to that she should be a princess and someone, then a very important person took the airwaves internationally and said he wanted to remind the world that that girl going to marry Prince Harry, that Prince Harry is going to marry, is not a, an area girl or what is um, one of these you know, normal girls and whatever. She's not even just a celebrity. Say, she is a United Nations ambassador. Yeah, that is, that is, you see, they mentioned the institution that sent her. That based on the institution that sent her, no, she, she, she's not one of just um, like ordinary average leanings. An ambassador for UN. When he put down that credential, they realized that the girl 
is she's a millionaire in her own rights. But but best of all, apart from the fact that she's an actress and that she is a United Nations ambassador. Wow! If people can brag with the United Nations sending you, ladies and gentlemen, a day will come. You will say, I am the one God has sent. I am God's ambassador. I said, I am God's ambassador. You may be a UN ambassador. You may be a government of Ghana ambassador. But I am God's ambassador. Receive that credential of a man God sent. May your errands from now on also include the errands of God. I said, may your up and down, I see you moving up and down, but which of them is an errand of God? Yeah, you travel, you go, you come, business, you sign contract, you meet a girl, you go up and down, your mother, funeral, and I'm asking, which of your journeys It's an errand you are making for God, the man. God sends. And tonight, as I end, I'm just, I've got about 20 characteristics. But I'm putting one down tonight as a teaser. One characteristic. Luke chapter 1. Now, before I go on, I want to remind you that in time past, God did not send men. sent angels if there was a mission he sent angels when he wanted to give Sarah a child he sent angels when he wanted to change the destiny of Jacob he sent an angel even the naming ceremony of Jacob to Israel was performed by an angel. But as time went on and the dispensations changed, God said, I use angels, but I want to introduce men because men are going to judge angels. Men will judge angels. Said, don't you know that you will be a you will judge angels because you are superior to angels? That unfortunate King James translation that he has made us a little lower than angels is one of the most unfortunate renderings of the text. That word is Elohim. 
he has made us a little lower than Elohim. We are not lower than angels. Angels are below us. Actually, let me use the right word. They are our messengers. Anybody you can send is below you. You can call at will. Hey! Yeah, yeah! Cotton toast, bra. Hey! Kwame! Korokano! Hey! Can you sit in the house and call me? Hey! Bishop, go! Go, go, go and buy bread! I should go and buy bread. Your mouth like bread. Your mouth, it looks like bread. Panweku. Do you know Panweku? So then God introduces man as one of his errand boys. Shaskabara Madosa Bada. I don't even know which one to choose. He said, I've been using angels. But I want to, I want to use a man. You see, because based on who has sent you, you are richer than your friend. The, the man, the person who sent you, if UN sent you, is different from Adenta Municipal Authority sending you. Hello? UNICEF ambassador is different from AMA ambassador. What are you talking about? So, the sending agency determines the lot of the sent one. So God wanted to elevate man and also bless him. He has used angels or even to sack Adam and Eve. He sent a seraph with a sword, with fire. God has always worked with angels. Then suddenly he decides no enough of using only angels i now want to use man so isaiah the prophet through a revelation was elevated to hear a conversation that was going on in the heavenlies And he heard God in heaven asking, and this is not the only time God had asked. He's always looking for 
the, the other person closest to man was Jesus. He also asked, who will go? And Jesus said, I will go. But this is not Jesus. God is about to make a man into a superman. An ordinary man with unclean lips was about to be made into a superman. And the agency of that man's greatness was that he would be sent. So God asked, who will go? Then Isaiah said, This answer, here am I. Send me. Suddenly elevated Isaiah from an unknown entity to a world class prophet. That after about over 6,000 years, I'm still preaching about this man. Not because of the school he attended. Not because of his father's money. But because of the errand, the journey, the mission he embarked on. Ladies and gentlemen, today, by this message, I am inviting you to believe God. To be one that God sends. It gives you mileage. It gives you longevity. Suddenly, by being the type of person God sends, you begin to have the interactions angels used to have with God. Number one. The man God sends commands great respect. When God sends you, can you imagine a room, a hall full of people who have come to hear me speak? Because God has sent me. If I had come as a carpenter or a surveyor, what would I do? What I do here? Isaiah 1, 11. And there appeared unto him an angel of the Lord, standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zechariah saw him, he was troubled, and fear fell upon him. See, when you are a man God sends, you command fear. Fear fell upon him. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard, and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John, and thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth. Are you looking into your Bible? Many shall rejoice at his birth, for he shall be great in the sight of the Lord. And shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. And he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost. Even from his mother's womb. 
and many of the children of Israel shall he turn to the Lord their God. And it shall go before him in the spirit and the power of Elias to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. And Zechariah said to the angel, verse 18, Whereby shall I know this? For I'm an old man, and my wife is well stricken in age. That is, age has beaten her. <laughs> and the angel answering said unto him, I am Gabriel that stand in the presence of God. And I am sent to speak unto thee and to show thee these glad tidings. Behold, you are joking with me? You will be damned. You will not be able to speak until the day that these things shall be performed. Because thou believest not my words, which shall be fulfilled in their season. You see, when the angels came and spoke to Zacharias, Zacharias, you see, the type of message he brought was so fantastic that Zacharias was wondering, how will this happen? And Gabriel said, look, don't mess with me. He said, my name, first of all, I am Gabriel. And I stand in the presence of God. And I have been sent to speak to thee. And because of your unbelief, you won't speak again. <laughs> and did he speak? He became dumb. Suddenly fear. You see, when you are a woman, a little girl, who waits on God to go and teach in a basenta, going to minister in a service. You've waited on God for two hours. You've read your Bible. You've checked the concordance. You've prayed. And God has spoken to you. Like what I'm preaching now, it's a, it's, it's a direct download from heaven. Now, when a person has heard from God and has stood in God's presence and the person stands before you to minister, the, the, you see, where the person is coming from, makes the person fearful. Some of you, nobody fears you. Bishop said one day he went to a Benahin crusade. That's when he realized that. Power past power. America's top, 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 top men of God sitting on the stage. And he also was there. Suddenly, this back at, on the stage, a door opened, and Benin 
just walked, he just breezed through the door Woo, with the microphone. Then sings my soul. Let's see, the man of God. It's like a certain atmosphere. He appeared in his white, white. I mean, they were men of God, though. But the type of presence the man was descending from, no. I said, the type of presence they were in awe. They were in awe. Sitting down. I mean, it's like Benin was like a magician. Ladies and gentlemen, that is what God wants to do with your life. He wants to separate you from your classmates, He wants to separate you from your family members. He wants to make you different from your big brother, from your junior brother, from your cousins. And one of the things he does is that he, 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 he draws you into his presence, prepares you, and sends you. And when you leave the presence of God and you are standing to minister to six people, suddenly, by reason of where you came from, the respect is different. So you see prophets, men of God. They've not even been to school. He cannot even speak English. When he steps into the room, the man of God that watching. When he lifts his hand and says, I see something. I'm I'm the one. He said, There is a man here. You have a PhD. But God says, you must bow your knee to him. A prophet, no educational. But as he stands and he speaks, you see that an, an agent of God. You see, when you are an ag- the person you represent determines how people receive you. Yes. I said, the person you represent determines, but many of us don't, 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 don't take the time to be proper representatives but i'm saying that the plan god's plan is that he wants your respect level look in my family there are doctors there are doctors even one of my relatives recently had a doctorate degree he's also a doctor i'm a doctor he's also a doctor they are medical doctors in my family. But a doctor who appears from the consulting room is different from a doctor who appears from the presence of God. I said, a doctor who appears from the consulting room when he stands and he's talking and a doctor who has appeared from Elohim's environment. I said, Yahweh's sphere of influence when he stands and he's talking, he's not just an ordinary doctor dissipating medical knowledge, but a man who comes with a knowledge that is higher than the knowledge that the doctor is bringing. And one of the things God wants to do with your life is that he wants you to be respected. When you say, I am Gabriel, when you say, I am Dinah, I am Mark. Elijah said, if I be a man of God, Mm. 
Many of you, you prefer your company to send you than for God to send you. You prefer parliament to send you to give you per diem than for God to send you. But today, God is saying to you that there is a certain honor, there is a certain respect that when you stand and say, I am Gabriel, I am Pastor James, I am Lady Pastor Felicia, the honor that comes upon you. Some of you in your family, it is because you are even a shepherd in the church. Now they call you, when there's a meeting, they call you. Yes. When there's an issue, some of you, your father calls you. Your mother calls you. Because anybody who, who is sent by God is a very, very special person. And I'm saying to you that we must begin to go on errands. That is why we wait on God. Because when God is sending you, if I'm sending you, you must stand in front of me for me to say what I have to say to you. I mean, how can you? You've not met me and you are going. Many times the Bible describes prophets who spoke and God hadn't spoken. That's why we wait on God. That's why we wake up at 3 a.m. 4 a.m. With the Bible and prayer. And a message is in the atmosphere or music, and we are we are moving up and down, or you are sitting in the chair, or you are sitting on your bed, and you are pray, you are reading your Bible, you are waiting on God for Him to say something, and when He speaks, Jesus. May you one day have a message to carry. May you one day have a message from God. May you one day find yourself sitting in a trotro, sitting in a taxi. You cannot wait to get to the trotro station because you have got a message to send to a girl who has not been coming to church for two Sundays. You have a message to send to a brother who is sleeping around that God has sent the asshole in the trotro. You you can't wait. When, When it stops and you get down, there's a bounce. There's a bounce in your step. Because you are a carrier of a message from God. God has sent you to minister his word. May you in your lifetime, may you in your lifetime be somebody with a message. And that message alone, that message alone gives you respect. That you are a carrier of a word from God. That's why in I mean, it is these days that pastors are not respected. But until recently, when you say somebody is a priest, I was at an airport. There was a special place for priests. Yes, a VIP. Even wicked men. Know that when God has sent, when God, a man is going somewhere and God has sent him, he's very fearful. He's very fearful. 
That's why in Matthew 23, verse 39, he says, Henceforth, you will not see me. You will not see me until you acknowledge that a person who comes, who arrives at a cell meeting, a person who arrives in a church, in a classroom, a church under a tree, a church under a canopy, a person who came and, you see, his arrival was not, he's not an ECG agent. He's not from Waterworks. He's not coming for land, uh, 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 land rates. But he is, he is arriving only because God sent him. He said, you say, he says, you will not see me until you acknowledge that a person who comes in the name of God is blessed. There is a blessing that comes. I'm talking about what your life commands. You may be wearing a second-hand set. Your shoes may not be nice. But there is a blessing. There is a blessing. When you are going somewhere in the name of God, You ask yourself, where I am going? What is the reason why I am in my car driving northwest? What's the reason? As soon as you answer that you are on this mission in the name of God, tell yourself that a blessing has arrived in your life. A blessing has come upon your life. You say, you will not see me anymore until you say. Until you acknowledge that blessed that a person who arrives in a church with 60 members and is preaching mega church teaching about loyalty praying for people ask yourself who sent you here if God sent you that's why I, I don't have to apologize to you to tell you that I am very blessed. I'm not your lawyer. I'm not your doctor. I am standing here in front of you in the name. And I'm saying to all of us here, listen to me, that those of you who already have the privilege to be doing things for God, must. that's why the title is the man God sends. When I say man, I mean woman, man, man, woman, whatever. But make sure that among the things you are doing in life some of your journeys some of your movements some of your arrivals some of your some of your trips should be journeys and trips you are making because of god because a doctor can come to your house in the name of ministry of health a nurse can come to your house in the name of ministry of health. But a nurse can also come to your house in the name of God. That she, yes, she's a shepherd. She's on visitation. She has not come for money, debt collection. She's not, she's not been sent by a hospital. 
she's not been sent by ministry of health. She has come to your house. Only the only reason is that God is the God has sent. I've come in the name of God. May you one of these days arrive at a place. Number two. I will end with this one. I said I was giving you one, but I think I'll just give you two. Number two. Number two. The man God sent. Benefits from the blessing of being in his presence. If God truly sent you, you must have been in his presence. A pastor cannot just take mega church and you go and preach. You've not sat down. You've not prayed. You see, that is the reason why a pastor, a, a pastor's primary work is not preaching. It's not teaching. See, that is why the average pastor does not carry the aura of a messenger of God. You just grab a Bible and you are talking. You just grab a book. When Jesus sent the disciples to go into the world to preach the gospel, when they got up to go, he said, don't go. Wait first. Wait first. The most powerful way to go is to wait first. You go by waiting. You don't go by going. That is why today a lot of pastors are not carriers of power. Are not carriers of God's wisdom. Are not, they don't speak the mind of God. They don't speak with the voice of God. You see, when Gabriel, go back. When Gabriel introduced himself, he said, I am Gabriel. Yes, but I stand in the presence of God. Look, my dear friends, as we close the service here, let me tell you. The circles you find yourself in makes a big difference to the outcomes of your life. The people, look, when I come from one meeting with Bishop, it's like I have done ministry for five years. I mean, it's, it's like my steps are the steps of a stallion. I leap. 
most of my movements in church work are leaps. What will take somebody around me two years to do? I will achieve it in two weeks. Where you stand. If God will ever send you, the man God sends is a man who stands in the presence of God. He didn't say, I walk in the presence of God. Many of us are in a hurry to move away. He didn't say, I pass through the presence of God. I stand. I spend time. I traveled somewhere recently. I met a bishop. He sat in one of my meetings. And his conclusion was, I now understand why you have a big church. He didn't even tell me what, what he understood. Yeah. We are all human beings. But he's, when the service was over, I met him. He said, I now, today, I understand why your church is a big church. My dear friend, result, eh? Results, they are not from the dressing. Results are not an offshoot of your makeup. The man God sends has a primary responsibility of being in the presence. That is why. A lot of churches, a, about over ninety percent of churches are the, the, the atmosphere is no different from a class five classroom atmosphere. Dry. The pastor himself is dry. When you listen to him preaching, you wonder what he's trying to say, what he is doing. There is no power. There is not, the atmosphere is is just bereft of of spirituality. You see, somebody is singing. It's, I mean, it's just, it's just a nice voice that is ministering. Just a nice voice. And some skills. My God. But somebody who doesn't have even half a voice, he takes a microphone. And when he lifts up a song, just, just, just the lifting of the song, power breaks loose in the place. Why? Because what is at the end of the day, what is most important is not your height, it's not your size, it's not your shoes, but it is where you have stood before you came to represent God. Where you stood. That's why I tell these guys all the time. A lot of what you guys are doing is just natural talent. Naturally. Otherwise then, Peter Tosh should be a bishop. Yeah. 
Maria Carey should be an Episcopal sister. The fact that you sing well does not mean you are spiritual. I have met some of the most unspiritual singers. In the average church, the part of the church where there's the highest fornication per square meter is in the choir. Fornication per square meter. I mean, the density per square meter in the church, like, like here, how many are fornicating? How many? Then you go into. Singing does not mean that. The, the key is how long you've spent in the presence of God. My God, when you spend 40 days and 40 nights in the presence of God and you step out, goodness, the angels must sing hallelujah that a man has come. When Moses was descending from the mountain, the Bible says his face. Look, you cannot spend time with God and be the same. What is the blessing of being in the presence of God? The presence of God transfigures you. It is a transfiguring presence. That is, that is, that is, that is. So in the case of Jesus, his face shone. His garment became glistening white. That was his transformation. But there are other types of transformation and transfiguration. That when someone steps out of God's presence, even, even his voice, his boldness, many people have told me that when you are preaching, you are a different person. One, one sister told me, said, I never knew you were such a nice person. What are you talking about? So when we sit in the church and we see you, 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 you are like an angry man who somebody has taken your money or you are looking for something you can't find. Many of you need to be transfigured. I'm talking about the blessing of being in the presence. The presence of God, eh, it even changes how you smell. Those of you who used to go to uh, uh, wheat, wheat uh, uh, KVIP, if you spend more than five minutes there, you must use perfume when you come out. More than five minutes. Yes. As you are squatting there and the flies are moving, as you are squatting there and the things are, I mean, things are flying all over the place. Ew, ew, ew. When you leave after five minutes, you know that anybody who hugs you knows that you came from somewhere. Ladies and gentlemen, there's an aroma in the presence of God. My God, I can't, I can't feel your presence tonight. I said there's an aroma in the presence of God. There's an incense in the presence of God. When you are a man God sends and you have stayed in that presence, when you step out, you're, the, 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 Oh goodness, I feel something in the presence of God. Recently, I saw a prophet about some two weeks ago. I went somewhere. 
These days, I move with prophets. And when I saw his wife, the skin, the hair, nominal, nominal. And, and, and I, I, I looked at the prophet's face like rock stone. Then I realized that based on where you are coming from, you have some extra perfume, extra aura, extra magnetism, extra attraction because of the presence. I stand. You see, I, I am normally in the presence of God. So I hear things. I see things. I feel things. I know things. The next time you speak, may you speak like somebody who has heard some secrets. Somebody who knows. That is why I can stand and give you a word of knowledge that will amaze you. I was in a meeting right now before I came down. Chatting. A boy sitting at my side here and a lady on my right. Normal chats. I spoke and spoke. And I asked the guy, what do you think about what I'm saying? He said, honestly, what you are saying, it is. I was joking. Not in that. I was just, I was describing the boy's life in front of him to my utter amazement. Why? Because when you are in God's presence, you hear things. You see, I mean, when you are in the, in, the, in the presence of a great man, you, you hear things that the average person doesn't hear. One former U.S. president, was it Bush. I think Bush, the son. Yes, when he left the presidency, he was asked in an interview, what does he miss most about his presidency? He said, what he misses most is the morning, his morning cup of tea and the brief he, he receives. Minya, what they are told the brief the president receives is different from what is on CNN and BBC. <laughs> yeah. This is inside secret. So, as he is now no more the president, he also has to watch CNN with us. He must watch BBC with us. But when he was a president inside the palace, he could hear things that nobody else could hear. Have you not heard? Said John, the revelator in Revelation, he said, the things I heard were amazing. Not, none had heard this before. When you are in God's presence, you hear secrets. When I step out of certain meetings and I see some people, I just, I just have to salutate my mouth. Because the things I know about them, they don't even know I know. I'm telling you. I can't come and stand here and be talking. And today's hey, hey, today's meeting, I, I was told that you, you owe four million cities. Hey, why? Why have you? No. Where you are. That's why some of you you are, you, you are on the, your way to marry a witch. Why? Because you don't spend time in the presence of God because you are not on any mission of God. 
you are not, first of all, you are not a man God has sent. And if you are a man God has sent, you've not taken time to wait on him. I'm saying in effect that the man God sends is a man who waits on God. It is when you wait on God that you enjoy the benefits of his presence. What are the benefits? You know things. That is how come Gabriel could come to Zacharias, an old man. His last erection was about 20 years ago. He said, what are you talking about? How? how? I mean, how? My wife? He said, I know more than you know. I, where I'm coming from, the knowledge base is higher than the average knowledge base. You are speaking based on your knowledge of age and sexual weaknesses and all the uh, menopause. But there is a knowledge that is higher than menopause. And I'm coming from there. Give yourself the privilege of knowing things the average person doesn't know. As I stand here, you don't have any idea what I know. You don't have any idea what I know. The things God tells me. Recently, I was with a brother. I was forced to show him my dream book. Where I record my dreams. He couldn't believe it. I read September 2014. August 2015. 2016. One person. Three different dreams. He couldn't believe that I, I, I had such knowledge about this person and I was with the person. Yes. Do you have any idea? We are not working about with 10 fingers. Right now. Only that we don't speak. But we, we, we know what is going on. Yeah. I know evil people around me. I know them like I know my shirts. Why? Because I wait on God. Sometimes just, just, just a nap, a five-minute nap, why I will go and come back. You won't believe it. Today, may you, may you also decide that, you, you, first of all, you will allow yourself to go on a mission. That God, you see, it is, you see, it is only when God is sending you that there's a motivation to wait on him. No, think about it. If he's not sending you, you are waiting on him for what? Where are you going? What are you going? You are a banker. You are building your house. Your house help is called Yaya. Your child goes to school. He's in class five. But it is when you are on a mission that you need to hear, thus said the Lord. Tonight, I came with thus said the Lord. When you are on a mission, when God sends you, you also have a responsibility to stay in his presence. And when you are in his presence, there are blessings. And the, mid, the most prominent blessing is that you know things. That's where you are. Word of knowledge. Three days ago, a prophet was ministering in a friend's church. And he called the lady. He said, you are in a relationship. He said, yes. He said, you are going to receive a call right now. Your beloved, your boyfriend, he said, your boyfriend is going to tell you that I'm Robert, I've taken his car. 
When you hear it, come and tell me. As he was standing there, the phone rang. When he saw it, it was his beloved, her beloved. She ran out in the, in the service. She ran out. And then she came back. A member of the church, not somebody who came. She, he says that they have taken his car. He said, don't panic. I'm stopping the engine. Three days ago, he said, Pastor, you've got some policemen in this church, members who are policemen. Do you have some? Say yes. They should come forward. He called the policemen. And he told the policemen, go to this area. The car is there. When you go, you see that they can't start it. At the time he was speaking, the armed robbers, as they were moving the car, the car stopped. They tried the engine. They tried the engine. They tried. They couldn't move. They got out of the car and they ran away. When the policeman from the church entered, the, went to the place, the car was parked there. The doors were open. He said, when you go, the key will be in. When you turn it, it will start. The policeman turned the car. Zoom! They drove back into the service where the prophet was ministering. What are you talking about? May you abide in the presence May you hear things that are beyond normal comprehension. May you be seen as an angel. Receive angelic order of knowledge. You are a pastor and you have made yourself into a school teacher. Turn to Hebrews 4. Then you link it to Matthew 14. Then you say, um, there's a Greek word. And the Greek word explains it better in John 14. And uh, in, the, in John 14, John borrowed from Isaiah. And it says in Isaiah 60, he said, Arise and shine. That's why you just say, Let your light so shine. Do you understand the English I'm speaking? No. But there's a man who comes from the presence of God. He said, Thus said the Lord, Arise. Somebody is arising. There are two sisters here. Something has covered your face. But tonight, I'm causing whatever has covered your face to be lifted. And the power of God is finding you right now. Suddenly, you see that there are movements in the church. May you be a beneficiary of the presence of God. Try. First of all, try to go on an errand. Try to be sent by God. Try to be sent by God. Let God send you. Let him send you. Don't be a person where all your errands are for Ghana Commercial Bank. Your errands are for Ghana Army. Your errands are for uh, uh, Montessori Educational Institute. Your errands are to your boyfriend's house. Your errands are your, your mother sent you. When are you going to go? And the one who will go on God's errand tonight have the habit of standing in the presence of God. The longer the better two hours is more than one hour it's better than one hour three hours so when you come out and you speak they can only do math mark six and verse two what wisdom is this may your words have a wow effect i said may your words have a wow effect the next time you speak May they know that this man 
is operating with another type of wisdom i said the next time you open your mouth may they say that this sister why she's ministering she's different receive knowledge that is beyond normal he said i am gabriel lift your two hands everybody let your two hands receive say i am gabriel i am gabriel i i i stand i stand because i am a messenger i must stand to receive the message i'm speaking to shepherds now i'm speaking to pastors now i'm speaking to lady pastors now i'm speaking to reverence now the era of just walking up and down you just pick any book you pictured growth you pick i listen i had a convention in kumasi more than you can carry convention just last week yesterday today is what tuesday today's tuesday yeah, tomorrow's week kumasi usc more than you can carry power miracles you know what i preach stages of disloyalty The first day I preached on why loyalty more than it's not what you are reading, it's where you are coming from. When you open your mouth, there's a razzmatazz atmosphere. I, I said, I, You can listen to the message. Why loyalty more than you can carry convention? Lift your hands. You are going to suddenly from now on when you appear, they will know that you appeared from God's presence. Now, the people who stand in God's presence are the messengers. God will not waste his time on you if you are not on any mission. Why should he speak to you to do your business with it? Lift your hands. If you are here, you are a shepherd. You are a pastor. Pray the Lord. My feet, my feet, my feet, my feet, my feet will abide in your presence. If you are here today and somehow your errands are not God's errands, you are standing here today and you are the person God doesn't send. You are saying, Lord, here am I. Send me. Here am I. Send me. Enough of point one, point two, point three, point four. Move me into a supernatural realm of knowledge. How can these things be? How? I am Zacharias over 90 years. How can it be? How? He said, I am Gabriel. I stand. From tonight, may you stand in the presence of God. When you wake up to pray, remember that you are spending time in the presence of God. And surely, surely, there shall be a difference. 
Lift your hands and pray in the spirit. Just speak in tongues. Katabata Baba. Itere Basata. Samandala Bata Saba. Keberi Bosete. Malabata Sabataba. Sandele Berebe Berebe Berebe. Mandole Masata Baba. Shabata Baba Taba Baba. Lift your hands and pray. Pray. Here am I. Send me. Rebo I want to go on a mission for you, Lord. Oh, yes, send me with a message. Send me with a message. 
Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Let's end the service. You are here today. You are not born again. Your friend invited you. You came on your own. And you want to take a decision to give your life to Jesus Christ. On your own. You want to surrender to Jesus. If you are here like that. Every eye closed. Every head bowed. Every eye closed. And every head bowed. If you are here, you want to give your life to Jesus Christ. You can lift your hand. I want to pray for you right now. It's your day. It's your moment. It's your hour. Lift your hand high. I want to pray for you today. To receive Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Father, we thank you for your blessing, for your word, for your presence. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.